Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. There's a worrying trend of rising exemptions from the Irish language in schools. That's according to the General Secretary of Conrad Aguilga, Julian de Spain. Uh, speaking after the Oireachtas Committee members questioned Education Minister Norma Foley over the increased number of exemptions, the amount of people with an exemption is over 40,000 people. Now, you can get an exemption for the language, by the way, if your child has, say, dyspraxia or dyslexia or whatever it is or has a learning difficulty. But two-thirds of those students are actually studying a separate language, which makes a nonsense out of the exemption. The idea is, if you have a child with dyspraxia, you don't want them studying English and Irish because Irish may confuse them. You know, it might not be, be, be difficult for them, you know. So how can you turn around then and say that the majority, two-thirds of those with exemption, are actually studying like Spanish or French or German or whatever it happens to be? Because that kind of defeats the purpose of the exemption. Clearly, they're capable of learning a language. Anyway, so in other words, it's a scam. Mr. de Spain said the approach has to change. We will be very worried about the way the figures are going, he said. Uh, we know that in 1999 they were about 2%. And now that's gone up to nearly 11%. We'd be worried about it, but worried about it more in the context of we don't see the department looking to make some real changes. In many respects, they seem to be trying to avoid the problem instead of actually dealing with the problem. Anyway, he said uh, the system should be more flexible and he goes on and on about those things, right? Anyway, um, if 40,000 people are exempt from Irish, but only two-thirds of those students are actually studying, and two-thirds are studying a separate language. Does it just show you that people aren't actually interested in learning the Irish language? That's what it kind of tells me. Now, I'm not saying everybody, but some people. So, it kind of begs the question again, when it comes to primary school and secondary school, should the Irish language be optional? Is it time that we made, just like French, just like German, just like all those other languages, they ask you to, to learn one language, but it's optional. You don't have to do Spanish, you can do French, whatever's available in your school. So should those languages be optional, including Irish? Should Irish be an optional language? That's the question I'm asking today. As we all know, it's compulsory in Ireland to learn Irish. And we all go into school at the age of five. We learn Irish till we're 18 years of age. And most of us come out of school not speaking a word of it. Because of, I don't know, the way it's taught, I haven't a clue, but just we don't seem to be too interested in it. A lot of people come out of school in secondary school at 18 knowing more French than they do Irish and knowing more Spanish than they do Irish. So let me know, do you believe it should be optional? That's the question today. The number is 87 Let's take a little vote on it. Should the Irish language be an optional language? 087-188-0008. Now, first, let me go... And by the way, I do apologise. I do have a slightly dry throat for the last two days, so in case you kind of hear it to me. Every now and again, I have to cough a little bit. Anyway, Ronan, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Ronan? Hi, good morning, Niall. How are things? Good. Ronan, the Irish language, look, I mean, this has been the most controversial issue over the last 15 years since I've been on radio, this idea of being compulsory. I mean, should we consider maybe making it optional? Well, the first thing, I'll declare my conflicts of interest. I love the Irish language, and I speak the Irish language a little bit almost daily. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that as a start off. Um, the second thing is, I don't agree that anything uh, should be compulsory in that regard. In fact, if you want to make the Irish language popular, I'd suggest you should probably make it illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that is that if you drive things underground, they, they derive their own popularity. 
It's not by any coincidence, I think, that probably our largest urban-speaking population of Irish speakers is in Belfast. Uh, and that's probably because of cultural identity reasons mm-hmm. uh, and, and because the language would have been seen as illegal. I suppose being more uh, proud of their heritage more than anything yeah, else. Exactly, yes. yeah. exactly. But, but, so you do have that carrot and stick thing. I'm a great believer in that all learning should be carrot-based and encouraged and motivated. I think at secondary school level, probably having struggled with my own children um, to give them a love of Irish language, that it should be optional. But I think at primary school level, it should probably be compulsory for this reason. Not just because languages are neither good nor bad in themselves. All languages have a beauty attached to them. Uh, they have a beautiful descriptive um, qualities to them. Each language has its pluses and minuses in that regard. But by teaching any different language in a primary school level, particularly when children's brains are very young, you're introducing a plasticity into children's ability, number one, to understand that there's more than one language in the world, and number two, that learning a different language like a skill is that once you learn one language, it becomes easier for you as well um, to kind of maybe learn a third language and then four. And See, I suppose the, pro- the problem with the Irish language, when I say the problem, I don't want to put, put yeah. a negative connotation on it, but the problem with the Irish language is as far as usefulness. Um, yes, it's useful in Irish if you want to get a job as, you know, somebody, I suppose, a translator or whatever it happens to be. But when we look at, say, Spanish or French, they are more useful in international terms for a career than Irish would be. And also, it's unnecessary. If we lived in Wales, for example, where many people do speak Welsh, um, it's more necessary to speak the language because you will come across people on a daily basis who only speak Welsh. But in Ireland, as we speak at this moment in time, only 12,000 people speak Irish daily and not English. 70,000 people speak Irish fluently and most of those would be educators. So realistically, it's unnecessary. Isn't that the problem? Well, it's again, I think education at primary school level, no more than learning nursery rhymes or two times tables. Do you know what I mean? In, in the, yeah, the two times tables are useful throughout life. I know, but, you know I what, know, I mean? but, but, but what I'm trying to say to you is that you're teaching children skills that will further foster their ability to learn different languages in the future. And I suppose going back to the Irish language is that it is part of our culture and part of the heritage. A lot of the place names and the understanding of the history of the country um, comes from that Irish And does the cost well. of it, Ronan, and does the fact, cost of it come into it, to into fact, it all? Even our idioms and the way we phrase and talk the English language is very heavily influenced by the background of us coming from Irish culture. Now, going back to the expense of teaching it, as I said to you, I'm not in favour personally of it being compulsory. I would disagree with Colin Aguilga on this. Um, I think the Irish language has been preserved. We no longer need to be talking about it being a preserved language or a museum piece or things like that. People may not want to learn Irish or take it on at a primary school level because either their parents have a value attached to the way they were taught it and didn't like it. And any language or any subject that's taught is only as good as the way it's taught in the teachers. And so I think what we need to concentrate is teaching the children the joy and fun of speaking another language which belongs to them themselves. Why do you, th- why do you think we all hated it in school? I mean, maybe it's changed somewhat now. I haven't been in school, obviously, in a long time. But, you know, I, I can remember the days of Peg Sayers and all that. So why do you think we all hated it so much? I mean, I came out of school in secondary school in 1979 
and I did French for two years. And I knew more French in two years than I did in the 16 or 15 years that I was learning Irish. So why, why is that the case? Well, I'll, to be honest with you, I didn't like Irish language myself um, until I, was, I didn't grow up in an Irish-speaking background. Um, when I was in fifth year in school, um, I remember we were struggling and I was struggling with the Irish myself. And I remember our Irish teacher getting passionate one day because a member of our class didn't understand the word we were supposed to have learned the night before from the aforementioned peg sayers. And I always remember the word, it was Fuinta Cork. And he kind of exploded in a passion. Um, it was the first time I'd heard him speak English, really. But he exploded in a passion to say to us, lads, you know, it's and that Irish is a living language and the richness is there and you can discuss your social, sports, drinking parties, fun, your girlfriends, etc., etc. And he said, Fuente Cork being said she was a fine half of a girl. <laughs> and, but it was the passion in which he exploded to say that this isn't about Peg Sayers, nor about her life, even though that itself was of interest because there's historical interesting things when you see it in the mature eyes. But he said it's the richness of the language is what was important about the book, that it gave the people the richness. And there's some beautiful words in the Irish And, and don't, get, don't get me wrong, I, I would love to be able to speak Irish. I couldn't be bothered, but I would love to be able to speak Irish. Well, it, it's that nice. changed my mind, though, now. That's the point I'm trying to take, mm. to, to, to emphasise here. It was the passion of the teacher that made me see something deeper in the language. You know, I don't think the language reflects on your political beliefs. It didn't reflect on mine. It doesn't reflect on religious beliefs. It doesn't reflect on your view of life. It doesn't mean you're conservative. It doesn't mean you're Republican. It doesn't mean anything like that. It means that you love the Irish language if you want to speak it. And I think that's an important point as well, that the Irish language has been associated and stereotyped with okay. being conservative Ireland or Republican Ireland or whatever. Okay, so what, finally, true. I mentioned the money already, that they believe somewhere the estimate is around 1.2 billion per year we spend on the language. That's in all aspects between grants for Geltucht areas, grants for, you know, housing, um, schools, um, uh, radio stations, television stations, which are all loss-making uh, um, media because obviously they serve Yeah, but TV people. Car is fantastic now. I have to yeah, but it doesn't, have, yeah, but, yeah, but it doesn't make any money. It loses millions. Well, you know, I think that's unfair as well. There's a lot of public service broadcasting that doesn't make money. But anyone who watches those documentaries in TG Car, they're world class and they're subtitled. Mm. But in any case, I think my point is that I think there is a lot of money spent on translations and you know, it is an official European language. It is within our constitution and that's part of the legal reality mm. of the status of Irish as well. But I would be spending more and more money. And I think the state is beginning to see this on Caris, trying to make children to understand the beauty of having something that is uniquely ours in Ireland that uniquely belongs to all our citizens and to the wider world who want to embrace our culture. Okay. We have something unique here. It should be taught with joy and it should be taught first and foremost as a spoken language of primary school because it teaches kids the skills to learn other languages later in life as well. Okay, stay, be- well stay there for a second, Ron. Let me go to Jude. Jude, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Jude, Ron makes a really good point and a really good argument, although he's not really objecting to the fact, you know, he's not objecting to it uh, being optional. Um, carrot, as he says, rather than stick. But, Jude, do you believe the language is redundant? Yes. Oh, your, your line is breaking up, Jude. Your phone seems to be redundant as well. Sorry, what did you say? Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Um, I don't think it should, it should be optional. It should be made redundant. Made redundant? Why would you make it redundant? 
because it has, it has no practical application. Well, well, yeah, but you're not you're not living in a Galtic area, obviously, yeah. Okay, but not neither is all the country. Schools should teach practical subjects like the sciences, um, accountancy, trades, languages. They're practical day-to-day use because you need those things. But the Irish language has no practical day-to-day use. Unless you're living down, as you say, the well, unless you're planning a career. But mind you, you won't yeah. know that until you get to thirteen or fourteen or, years of age. Unless you're planning a career, you know, using the Irish language. Really doesn't. Now, my son had an exemption from us. He didn't do Irish. Why did why why did he have an exemption? Because his parents aren't Irish, so so he got, well. Got so an yeah, but you weren't born in Ireland either, were you? I wasn't. No, that's wrong. His parents. Well, I don't Irish. even know whether you have I'm a right Irish. to have an opinion on it. Then, to be honest with you, with the greatest respect. No, but my but my brother and sister were born here, and their children, my sisters. Two kids off. They got an exemption, but they speak. But why? Why do they get it? Well, yeah, but I'm. I'm just curious, right? This is the problem we have today, right? So they talk about, it, and I don't disagree. Uh, by the way, we're cutting the guy again in relation to this. So we've got forty thousand people with exemptions. Yet out of those forty thousand, two thirds are doing other languages, which clearly means they're capable of learning another language. So why would you get exemptions for them when they were living here? Just on that basis, like just on that, because we were able to get the exemption. Just because you were able to. Yeah, my sister speaks five different languages, and her her children speak three different languages fluently. But they did never; they got exemptions from doing Irish. But this idea that you want it redundant—it almost sounds like you have a hatred for it. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm not a fan of the Irish language. I don't speak Irish, but I wouldn't want to make it redundant. Well, if, if people want to learn Irish, do it outside school. Do it privately, like religion, like we suggested yeah, with religion in the past. That's that's the way to go because schools should just teach what's practical, or something that has a practical use that you will need when you leave school, like, as I said, the sciences or a trade or accountancy or languages. Something that has people will need when they leave school. But you, you could argue that, say, history and geography, although great subjects, probably not necessary for most careers. So you yeah, could argue that, well, then should we just get rid of them too while we're at it? Well, you would. I think geography now is, you would probably need geography because you wouldn't be able to... Well, unless you're going, yeah, people. when you're going on holidays, you need to know where you're going, yeah. But I mean, that's about it, really, isn't it? You know, I mean, Ronan, you're listening to what Judas saying. He believes it's not practical. <laughs> well, I mean, again, this goes back to education. I think Judas taking a very narrow view of education that we educate people for things that they're only going to use in life. And I think that sometimes the things you have learned in school, you will only take years later before you appreciate what the, you know, for example, people who might have learned history, people who might have learned art, people who might have learned all those things. They may not be immediately practical, but to give people a deeper appreciation of life, and that may not become apparent for many years. But my point about the Irish language is that I, I, ex- I respect what Jude is saying, but uh, what I, my point has been is that you are teaching children a little bit about their heritage, uh, a little bit about what's uniquely ours, but you're also giving them life skills by touch, uh, starting at an early age teaching them a language will give them that plasticity to learn another one and a third one and a fourth one. And maybe at an early age, what is wrong with teaching children our own language or the language yeah, that that's, that's what, I, that's what I'm countries. trying to figure out. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I've asked the question today, should it be optional or compulsory? But Jude, I don't know what's wrong with teaching it. I mean, I'm, I'm not suggesting getting rid of it. I'm just suggesting it should be optional. If children don't want to learn it, whatever. Okay, your children decided not to learn it for all the wrong reasons, I believe, but however. Um, do you, well, it hasn't done them any harm. He's fluent in German. I'm not, I didn't, so I'm not saying it did him any harm. I'm, I'm, Irish. Yeah, I didn't say it did him any harm. Um, my own daughter had an exemption against Irish because she's dyspraxia. But what I'm saying, and it didn't do her any harm, 
Uh, I don't speak Irish. It didn't do me any It was only right that she didn't have to do it. It was only right. Well, in her, genuinely, in her case, it would have been difficult for her, yes. But, yeah, but, but I, well, no one would begrudge that. That's what I mean. It, should, it was only right that she didn't have to do it. She could have the exemption. It was right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but, but many people who have the exemptions then study a separate language, which means th- that their exemption, to me, seems like a bit of a scam. Well, the exemption is there, and if it's there to be... A, to be a, to be abused. To, <laughs> to be abused is what you're going to say. There's nothing wrong with availing that something of something that. Uh, but, but what you're doing is when you're saying uh, when uh, I'm I'm kind of halfway between both you and Roland. When you're saying you know that we should make it redundant, you're also you're, you're, what you're essentially saying is abandon our heritage and our history no, because it, it is outside, part of our history. Do it outside of school. If you want to, someone wants to study Irish, go down to that Gaelic or study after school or do it after school. I'm not saying no one should learn shouldn't learn the language, but it shouldn't be taught. Schools should teach like an art. That's what they're taught. Our art is important as well because people can be people can be painters, poets. Yeah, express writers. yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's very important as well. It's good for expression and to develop your personality. That's great. That's impressive. But let's face it: how many kids? I mean, let's hand on heart. You have to admit it. How many kids in our in this Ireland would rather study German or French? That even than do, do Irish. They even do better at German and French than the Irish. They do when they're in the exam results would point that out, would bear that out. That well, I, I do. I I don't know for sure because I've never learned either one of them. But I do believe German is a slightly easier language to learn than, than Irish. Irish is a di- it's not an easy language to learn. But stay but stay there for a second. Let me go to Pat Patch on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hey, doing, Pat. Oh, hang on, Pat. Hang on. They haven't switched you on here. Somebody turned you off, as they say. Sorry, Pat. Go ahead. Hi, Neil. How are you? Pat, do you believe it should be optional? No. No, I believe it should still be compulsory. And okay. it should be taught. We're living in Ireland. That, that's, not, people, that's not a reason, but just because we're living in Ireland. People were up in, so being, being Irish isn't the reason that we should still educate children with Irish. No, we should, still, we should still educate them with Irish. I don't agree if, with you either, give, but, but you give, forcing them subject, to do it. If you made every subject optional on a school curriculum, most kids have dropped out of every subject. But that's not making any sense because you couldn't make maths optional because children need maths in life. Exactly. You couldn't make English optional because we speak it every single day. Exactly, but if we don't respect our own language and we don't respect our own country, how do we expect other countries to do it? But, but, uh, but, but, but hang on, hang on. Not, not speaking Irish doesn't mean you don't respect your country. Fair, fair enough. But if you look at other countries, look at the Welsh. Every signpost, the same as here, every signpost yeah. is in Welsh. Go to Scotland, again, it's in Gaelic. No, it's, again, Scotland. Not Scotland, everywhere, Gaelic, not everywhere in Scotland, but go on, yeah. 90% of the places in Scotland, mm. once you come out of the major cities of Edinburgh and Glasgow, would carry the signs and boat. Like, we, we had an uproar last week when the girls sang Ooh, ah, up the rah, about all being Irish and people saying it was Irishness and all the rest of it. We're Irish when it suits us. But, but like, I mean, we won't see the explosion of the Irish language for another maybe five, ten years because a lot of the kids that are now being educated in Irish mm. are still in the school and college system. They haven't graduated yet to being adults in their own right. And do you, do you, do you think those... People, okay, but do you think those students who are learning Irish at the moment and successfully doing well at it are going to go into Copperface Jacks on a Saturday night, you know, in 10 years' time when they're old enough and start talking to each other in Irish? No, they're not. If, for a novel idea, let's say Copperface Jacks <laughs> had a Thursday night that was Grail Gornet. 
I don't know how it's, successful it's, that would be. I don't think Carl Jackson would approve of that one. <laughs> but, 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 but until we try initiatives like that, we don't know how successful or unsuccessful it's going to be and how many of them and are I'm, actually I'm, perhaps, I'm not disagreeing with you about our heritage and how important our history and our heritage is and I agree with Ronan and everything he said. And in fairness, Ronan is very passionate about it. But even Ronan believes that it shouldn't be compulsory. That when you force somebody to do something, it turns them against it. Again, again, you you look at the kids that are now being educated through the the grade schools. Yeah, especially the, the grade the schools, great the grade schools, grade schools. Yeah, they're not being forced to learn it. They're learning it as a absolutely. That's their, but that's their choice to go to grade school. Exactly, but again, but they're not being forced to learn it. It's been taught in a different way. You're you're thinking back to your time when you were forced to learn it. When I was forced to learn it. When it was a drudge. When it wasn't taught you in a, in a way that you understood. When it was beaten into you. When you got a rap of his ruler onto the knuckles for not for not being able to list off the verbs as you knew them, for not being able to say whether peg stairs came from Dunquin or Dunmanway, you got lettered. That's a different time. And do you, do you speak? Do you speak fluent Irish yourself? No, none whatsoever. You don't. <laughs> That doesn't mean that I... Ah, I, I pass. Wouldn't. You're on the radio telling me that you want everybody to be forced to learn no, it. No, I didn't say and I you, want them to be forced. Well, I you are. You're, ta- you're no, calling no, for it to be compulsory. No, yeah, I'm calling you for it to, to stay It's the compulsory. same thing. Not, okay, and no, you don't even speak it be, yourself. You're waffling on about it. You don't even talk Irish yourself. Come on, Pat. You might get into Copperface Jackson now. He wouldn't get into Copperface Jackson on the third well, side. I, again, as I, as I said now, I was educated. My, my schooling finished 30 years ago. But that, that, yeah, but that was thirty years ago. If you're I so passionate you. about the language, why didn't you? Why didn't you go re-educate yourself and learn the language? You're so passionate about. But the, but the kids have been educated Should completely have different in it now. And leave it see come to fruition. Leave them come to fruition. Leave them become adults. The ones that are going through the school system now. See how successful it is. Then we have the first test batch through. You could say in the next four to five years, the ones that were educated the whole way through the system, from junior infants right the way through to college. Mm. We'll have the first batch through that from when it became possible. Yeah, but see, uh, well, when, I'm, when I'm listening to this debate, listen to this argument, I don't agree with Jude, right? Uh, I do agree with some of what he says. I don't necessarily agree with everything Ronan says, but there's a level of credibility because the man speaks Irish. You do speak Irish, Ronan, don't you? It's, I do, yeah. Yeah. But Pat, it's very hard for me to take anybody with a, in, in, in a debate seriously, you know, standing up there fighting for the Irish language and our heritage and demanding everybody does it compulsory no, when they no, don't no. speak a word of it themselves. Again, I don't speak it fluently but I speak bits and pieces of it. I don't speak it fluently. What? You asked that I speak it fluently and I answer Well, you can, I, yeah, like me, you can probably you'd ask how Niall, to go to the toilet. Niall, if I could come in there a second yeah. in defence of Pat though. In defence of Pat. Okay, go on. So just, yeah, I know, because I think this is important. I think Pat hits on a point which I agree with very much. It's the way, and I have to go short to myself, but it's the way that language is taught that is important. And we had very different experiences of the way the language was taught. And just because a person doesn't speak the language themselves doesn't mean that they can't see the inherent value or cultural exposure or richness. I'm I'm not disagreeing with that aspect of it, Ron, and I, I agree with Pat in relation to how important it is, but I don't agree with him in relation to making it compulsory no more than you do. No, exactly, and I would make this last point, though, and I don't agree with compulsory particularly at second level, but I well, do we're not agree with com- compulsory. We're leaving no, it no, as no. it is. But, then, but at the moment, it is compulsory, Pat. Well, Pat, yes, just to finish the point. It's compulsory. It, it, it's being left as it is. It's the thing. Okay, do, okay, very quickly, I'm running out of time. Ronan, you want it? Ronan, just make a final point before I go into the break there. Go My on. final point was that I think it should be left as a, a mandatory subject at primary school level to teach children, to expose them to it, number one, 
and to give them the opportunity to develop those skills, which will lead to the skills to learn okay. other languages as well. And that's my basic point. And Pat is right. It's how we teach we should be investing the money and we should be teaching as a spoken language first and foremost. Thank you very much indeed. Ronan's believes that it should be taught as a spoken language. Academic Irish should be optional. In other words, in primary school, but when you get to secondary school, you get into the nuts and bolts of it. That should be a choice. Uh, uh, so in other words, we all should get exposed to it at some point. Pat thinks it should be left the way it is, which is compulsory, right the way through primary and secondary school. And Jude believes we should just make it redundant, that it's a complete not a waste of money. The number is 087-188-0008. Whole mix of opinions there. 087-188-0008. Let me know what you think. Mary, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Could us have thought too? I just thought I'd throw it in there to make it sound good and effective, <laughs> even though I don't speak an awful lot of it. I think the probably the, the, the only other thing I could I could speak in Irish is ask, can I go to the toilet, please? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mary, I mean, you're fluent in Irish. Um, like I suppose seventy thousand people, I believe, is the number of people who are fluent in Irish in, in Ireland. Only twelve thousand speak it every single day without English. Um, and I believe those people probably do speak English. They just won't admit it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, but do you think it should be compulsory? No, definitely not compulsory. Absolutely not. Um, I was born and reared in the Gaeltacht and I had no option because the three nearest schools to me were in the Gaeltacht and they were all Irish speaking, primary school and secondary school. Okay. So, so yeah, so you, you were in a situation where it was just practical for you to speak Irish because yeah. that's just the school you were in, like the Gaeltacht schools here around the country, yeah. And definitely now, um, I feel living in on the east coast of Ireland, um, girl schools has a snobbery element. Okay. So if you send your kids to the girl school, you're better than everybody else. There so is, there, there actually, is a, you're right. There is a bit of snobbery about yeah, it. Yeah. And it? I, I said, you know, I had um, one child, and nobody could believe that I wasn't sending my child to the girl school. And you know, you're a fluent Irish speaker, so you, she'll be the best kid in the class. Yeah. And my argument has been since she was five years old life is hard enough for children without having it in Irish Yeah well it'd be nice if they could, if they could do both wouldn't it? Yeah they can do both I speak Irish at home and so you know it's And it's, how, many, how many children have you got Mary? Just the one Okay so when, when you're calling them for their, calling her for a dinner or whatever it happens to be you would do it in Irish you, can't, you, you speak in Irish at home uh, no, I wouldn't, not on, you know, not on a day-to-day basis. But depends I on how angry you are, of, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> sentences and words. Um, but she she didn't go to an all-Irish school because I just said she has to, you know, there's no point of being fantastic at Irish and being okay at every other subject. That was, you know, part of it. And do you believe it's a disadvantage? Because you went to an, an Irish-speaking school, do you, what was the disadvantage of that, do you, do you believe, or do you think the disadvantage of that is? For, for me, um Definitely now when, you know, I'm watching a history program or something like that and my husband will say to me, don't you remember this? Like, you know, and I have to, I have to, like, you know, we called it Area of Nijek which was the Easter Rising, 1916. Okay. And I have to then convert back from Irish to English to, um, to oh, I understand. think about it. I, no, I understand. No. And by the way, I'm just curious now, Mary. So when you're talking to me right now, are you translating yes. to English? Are you thinking in Irish and translating to English? I'm not. But if, if, if we had a conversation, if me and you were having a conversation fluent, then I would be, I would be okay with it, you know, mm. on that level. Um, 
Because I've often well, wondered I mean, when I when I speak to Flute, when I speak to we've had a couple here in the radio station, people that have worked, particularly those who do the Irish show on a Sunday, and and they speak fluent Irish. And I've often wondered, are they thinking in Irish, or are they well, thinking I, in I English? I can't. I can't add. I can't add my sons in Irish in English. Sorry, in English, I count. And then people look at me and go, "What are you doing?" I say, "I'm counting," because I actually can't count in English. Because you because, learn. Because you learn maths in Irish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get them. I get that outrageous. That could be very complicated, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, it's 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 a tick that I have. You know, I can I can talk to my friend on the bus or I can on a night out we can talk and have the, have a laugh about somebody like the ad on the TV, but then they don't realise your man speaks Irish as well. But mm. you know, I would use it like that. Um my old school teachers and people that I would meet on a regular basis when I'm home, I would only speak Irish to them. Certain people in the shop I'll only ever speak Irish to them. That's fine. But it should not be forced down your neck. I mean, you always remember, oh, I loved Irish because I had a lovely Irish teacher or, you know, I loved yeah. English because I had a lovely English teacher. Yeah, actually, you, you, you are find... right. It, it is the teacher because I, I, I was great at the sciences. I, I did all three for my leaving centre, chemistry, physics and biology because I liked the teacher and he was a good yeah. teacher and I yeah. got on yeah. well with him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And then people say to me, oh, um, I, I, I can't get it because the Irish teacher is from Donegal or I can't get it because he's from Kerry and they speak... And, you know, I have to, when I'm, when I'm talking to people on the East Coast, I have to kind of say, oh, uh, you know, know the words, how, what they would say as opposed to what we would say in the West of Ireland. If you know what I mean, you'd have yeah. different names and, you know, different things that you'd say. Like in Donegal, they'd say Geyer for a dog, whereas we Madra. have Madra. And on the East Coast, you'd have Madra, whatever. But there's different words. Yeah, because I noticed that when I watch Newark, not that I would watch too often, yeah. but when I watch that's Newark, or whatever that's it is. That's not good, Niall, that's not good. But, but I hear words like car being used, right? You know, yeah. And I'm going, jeepers, when I was in school, that was a Gluestown. Gluestown, yeah, yeah, or a, a window would be, the word window would be used uh, in Irish. But yet, I would have, Fwinyog, wasn't it? Fwinyog, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, geez, I'm not too bad, Mary, at all. I'm, st- I'm starting to remember a lot of this stuff in school. So what I'm saying is they've changed a lot of words, don't they? Or, yes. or is, that, is that just modernising the Irish it, language? It, it is, mod- is modernising it, absolutely. It is modernising. But, you know, it's, it's not taught properly in school, as I was saying to Ruth there earlier. Yeah. Like, they, they teach them now in sentences. So they'll say, Cooley um, may Susan Syrah. I went up the stairs. But if I said to somebody, but where's the Syrah? They don't know what styra is because they're going, oh, well, I know it's only I went up the stairs as in a sentence. If you take the words out. Oh, of the they sentence, don't know what each individual word means. No, no they, they don't. They know it as a group of words. Stay, well, stay there for a second, Mary. Let me go to Fiona as well. Fiona, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Fiona? I'm very good. How are you? Mary is a fluent speaker. She went to an Irish school, but she still doesn't agree it should be compulsory. I'd have to disagree with her because my personal opinion would be I just think the Irish have given up enough. We've given up enough. I, yeah, I do. I do. We always bend our rules to suit other people, uh, even in the religious aspect. You know, our statues are offending people. We take them out of our schools. Like, where does it stop? Where does the Irish identity stop? You know, I, I understand. Okay? I know. I don't want us to lose our. I think we are I losing our identity. Like, yeah. but, so yeah. I think we should keep it, and definitely don't ask the children's opinion because the, the kids are going to say they want to get rid of it. And the only reason that would be would be to make life to easier. One, make life easier, yeah. and to drop one subject. Let's yeah. be fair. So I personally think hold on to the Irish language. It's lovely, like yourself. It'll only come back to me if someone is speaking it around me. Yeah. 
I'd love to be like there and have fluent Irish because it's something I always thought I would get around to doing in my life. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I just personally think, you know... I'm, by the way, I'm not, I'm not having a go with the language today. I think it's a lovely yeah. language, and, you know, in some sort of romantic way. It's nice to think, you know, think back to school when you learned it. And, you know, God, I'd love to be able to speak Irish fluently. I can't, but I would love to be able to. I don't have the time to learn it or, or the inclination. But in saying that, I'm still not 100% on board with keeping it compulsory. Because I think, as Ronan rightly said, when you make something compulsory and force people to do something, they tend not to want to do it. I'd find that a form of bullying then. But that's bullying what we're, well, yeah, but that's what we're doing. Out of our Irish language. No, we're not bullying people out of it. If people want to learn it, they'll still learn it. Do you, why, do you, do you, do you worry the language will die? I absolutely do. I mean, I'm, I'm actually heartbroken in my life as, as we speak for the amount of changes that's going on. And they're mm. not nice changes. Let's yeah. be fair, they're not nice changes. Some of them aren't nice, no. You're right. No, they're not. And we have to bite our tongue because if we open our mouth, God forbid... We might be racist, we might be anti-this or anti-that or anti-everything. You're afraid to open your mouth today. So I just think, leave the Irish alone, leave the Irish language alone. We've, we've bent enough. You know, give us a chance. Don't make us feel that we're the minority in our own country, which is what it's like. We're losing our identity. I'm not happy with that. Well, but let me, let me, well hang on, we'll just, like before that. I go to the break, just let me put that to Mary very quickly. Mary, we're losing our identity. The Irish language is obviously part of our identity. And we're losing our identity, and all we're doing is kind of slowly eroding our identity by doing things like this. Yeah. Is that, is that a yeah. fair point, Mary? It is, it is, Niall, but, you know, it's taught in primary school, and I really think it should be an option for secondary school. Teach it in primary school, and if you go on, I mean, people go to the Gaelic stuff. They don't go to to learn Irish. They go for the crack. They do, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's fun. But uh, they do, yeah. But when they are, because they're going, you know. Yeah, but is, they do. But they do learn a good bit of Irish when they go to the Gaelic because they become immersed in the language. Yeah, they do. But three weeks, three weeks in in five years is not no, enough for no, anybody. No, it's not really no. It's not no. No. All right, Liz, I've got to take a break. Fiona believes we're eroding our identity constantly all the time and many other aspects of life in, in, in this country. And the Irish language is just another one. So why make it optional? Uh, Mary believes it should be optional when you get to secondary school, but not in primary school, maybe. Uh, that's what a lot of people are saying. I want to know what you think. The number is 087 Ria, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you? How are you now? Good. Okay, back to the the Irish language again. I mean, a lot of people believe we're eroding our heritage by even suggesting that we should make it optional. Is it a bad idea to make it optional? No, no. It, it, well, I believe it shouldn't. It shouldn't be optional. I think it should be compulsory in primary uh, and secondary school. In primary, in primary. Okay. Not so much in secondary. Okay. In primary, where our children are young. In fact, I believe Niall as parents and, and, you know, we should be able to talk to our kids before they even go to school, just like we do when we're talking to them, learning them English. Okay. When a toddler, when a toddler is running around learning the word for ball and banana and, you know, we should be adding the Irish version into that. I'm so t- when, I, when, we, when people are saying all these words, I'm testing myself here to see, can I remember? So leave, yeah. ball is a leave road. Yeah. Leave road, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what a banana is. It's a banana. Oh. <laughs> right, that wasn't difficult to learn. <laughs> so at least a child will know it's a banana. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. You okay. Know. The, the, and, funniest, and the funniest one ever was, in, I remember this whole thing, I don't know how true it is, maybe it's an urban myth and you can explain to me uh, where it came from, but a black man in Irish is far gurum. Is that correct? 
Uh, I don't know. Okay, I, so which which is actually Blue Man, right? And yes. and the reason I believe the history behind this is the reason is because Far Dove, which would be black, um, mm-hmm. Far Dove uh, is actually the devil in Irish. <laughs> so so they didn't want to associate obviously the skin color of somebody with the devil, so they changed yeah. it to Far Gurm. I believe yes. I believe that's the story behind it. Anyway, sorry, but Mary, you you developed an app to help learn the language. Yeah. Well, you know, we found the problem. There was a problem. I have a child myself who was going through the school system. I personally, and I agree with your listener, Fiona, I think the court girl, um, you want to learn. You want. I wanted to learn, but I had absolutely just went from a working class area. None of us spoke Irish. My parents, you know, trying to help you with the homework. My father was the only one who could help. My mother hadn't a clue. So, you have no backup when you want to learn. Uh, my teachers weren't much good. I found it very boring and learning the grammar and oh, the whole. The grammar was a nightmare. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And and it's almost like they're turning us off the Irish. And there's a select few who, you know, it seems that you know, when the politicians can learn Irish, they can go off for a few weeks, get, do a course, and come back talking Irish. How the hell did they do that? <laughs> How are we all doing that. You know, um, what's wrong with keeping our heritage and what's wrong with it? I think our language is actually beautiful and it's far more ancient than any of the other languages going on. It is ancient, thousands and thousands of years old. So it's almost like they're trying to get us to not use it. And even even the science, because we've been looking at this for the last few years, developing this app. Okay. And there's even signs that don't match the English version. So you'd have an Irish version, an Irish word, sentence. I'll give you an example. Uh, pick up the poo, uh, bin the poo for a dog, right? Okay, yeah. The picture is bin the poo. The Irish is uh, pick up your poo. Okay, so, so, they're, so they're not direct translations. That's yeah, kind of yeah. laziness, isn't it, really, on behalf of the yeah, county council? It has to be deeper than that, Niall. I mean, <laughs> why would it confuse us like that? That's just confusion altogether for the average person trying to learn. Right. So what we did is we realised, having a child, having children around us, that we realised that the, the school is not, my child is 10 years of age now, and he still wouldn't know basic conversational Irish. Okay. And, that's what the app is about. It's about bringing for everyone basic conversational Irish so you can start because we so what's find... The, what's the name of this wonderful app? Because I know people are going to start texting in the second one to know the name of it. Easy Irish. Easy it's, Irish. It's, it's, yeah, it's still being built. It's, you can download it for free but it's still in the process of being built. Now is it, is it on both the App Store and Android at the same yeah, time? It's yeah, it's on Apple and it's on Android. Free. Easy Irish. Easy Irish. Okay. And it can start conversations. You'll find when you go into it, it has different categories. And it gives, every, like, man talk, women talk, child talk, going here. Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Well and done. what it does is it starts conversations. So as Irish people, we can have the basic conversation. And like children learning a language, if they can get the basic conversation, the rest will come flowing. I'm looking at the so little logo. I've just gone to my app store here on my phone just to have a look. Okay, the app has been developed to assist those that wish to learn, speak and pronounce the Irish language with their friends, family and youngsters with simplistic user experience and some personal touches from the developers. That's you, yeah. I assume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it, it, it's so we can start because we all embarrassed. You even speak to a teacher, Niall, yeah. who is teaching school because we've done we've done all this market research over the last couple of years. So a teacher who's speaking to kids in school, they don't talk to each other in Irish. They're too embarrassed to talk to teacher teacher wise because they don't feel they know enough of it. They only know how to teach the basics to the children. Yeah, well, some of them. Well, that's because some of them don't speak enough Irish anyway. Yeah. 
they, they don't know how. I've asked them, I want to learn. I want to learn. And I'm saying, can you speak to me? No, no. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the app has, uh, when we see, I'm looking here, uh, user-friendly categories, which you spoke about a second ago. Yeah. It also has phrases that would be commonly used, I suppose, as well. Yeah. And it's the easy way to learn the language, search for words or phrases to see the translation and listen to the phonetics, which is yeah. important, by the way, because yeah. I see a lot of Irish words, even when I get a script from Ruth to read in the show here, like Conor and I'm trying to pronounce it properly because I don't want to insult Irish listeners, Irish-speaking listeners, but I tend not to pronounce it properly. Now, can I just say something? Just very quickly, I have 20 seconds, go on. People talk about the dialect. It's not about the dialect. You don't learn English in dialect. You learn the words and then the dialect comes after. So yeah. it might be all dialect for Kerry and Donegal and it doesn't matter. The words are correct. The words that's are correct. correct. Okay. And the Listen, dialect comes after well, that. Well, well done to you, Maria. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> and Maria believes that maybe not in secondary school it should be compulsory, but certainly in primary school. But the app is called Easy Irish. You'll get it on the App Store or the Google Play Store or whatever it is you get your apps. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Maria. Sounds like a wonderful idea. And well done to you, by the way. I hope you make loads of money out of it. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.